Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 18 of High Character. We are coming at you guys with another arena review today. We are reviewing Conti Form, home of the Boston College Eagles. My name is Cameron. I'm with my good buddy, Evan. Evan, how's it going, man? Doing pretty well. Uh, I think we're three in a row now on the arena reviews. Might have to start switching it up a little bit for the midweek episodes. I feel like we're doing these quite a bit, but I'm definitely looking forward to talking about this one because the BC experience was an interesting one. Yeah, interesting for sure. Uh, for what it's worth, this is going to be our last arena review of the season. So we're not going to do any of the neutral site games if we were to make it to those, obviously, because it's not not the school type of character in those buildings that that we want to talk about. But yeah, um, definitely an interesting experience for us at Conti Form. Not the best with the outcome of the game, like we've talked about in our series recap so far. But uh, yeah, interesting for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, again, just kind of looking past the whole weekend games thing, you know what I mean? Like, it, I don't have a lot of amazing things to say about the arena. I mean, just as a little preface, I mean, we're going to get into the nitty gritty of that in a little bit, but yeah, it just, I don't know, it wasn't, it wasn't for me, you know what I mean? It's just one of those stadiums where, you know, even just looking past, you know, like the whole, yeah, BC sucks thing, you know, like whatever. Like, just looking at it from purely an arena standpoint, it was not the best that we've been to, for sure. Yeah, and it's this is an arena that we have been to in the past, before the previous weekend, and UMass has won in that game. So it's not a fully loser's mindset that we're kind of reviewing this place. I think we have a pretty fair uh, angle that we're reviewing from. So for a little bit of history of Conti Form, it opened in 1988. Uh, it's named after Silvio O'Conti, who was a former U.S. congressman who is a BC alum. There's also a building on the UMass campus named after him as well. It seats 7,884 for hockey, um, and it's right next to their football stadium called Alumni Stadium. And I thought it was pretty cool, some of the, the suites that overlook both the football field and the, um, the arena floor. Uh, so you can see like each side of the arena, each side of the suite has uh, a cool different view like that. And then one little fun thing is uh, in Boston's 2024 proposal for hosting the Olympics that didn't pan out. Uh, it would have been the site for the wrestling and judo events in the Olympics, which would be would be pretty cool. But yeah, um, not too much other history besides that. It's just been the home of BC for, for quite a while now. That's a pretty cool Olympics fact. I actually didn't know that going into this. That was pretty mm. cool. But I'm, I'm also kind of curious how, to, how that building would look in a, in a basketball setup. You know what I mean? Like, mm. it would be really cool if there could be, you know, maybe a UMass BC basketball game that could just be on the cards at some point. But that'll never happen because <laughs> BC are a bunch of cowards. Mm. But this is also a uh, hockey podcast. So we can stray away from that a little bit. They have to play us in hockey. Yeah, exactly. They're they're like legally obligated to, yeah. but that's not so much the case in a basketball context. But just figured, you know, throw it out there. I feel like it'd be kind of a cool thing to see, but they they just love ducking us, so it's whatever. Yeah, and Evan Evan says that because UMass has historically really showed up at BC. Uh, even in this game, it seems like more than half the crowd was rooting for UMass. Had UMass gear on, so UMass does historically take over that building, and. Uh, yeah, that was that was our experience, and that'll bring us right into atmosphere and fans, I guess. So, my my main thing in this category that really 
detracted a bunch of points is I think the stadium is ridiculously loud. Like the speakers pump in music and the band music, like at a level that I have never seen in an arena, the floor literally uh, is shaking during each, uh, each blown whistle, each dead time. Um, And it's almost hard to hear yourself think you, you can't even talk to the person next to you really. I don't, I'm not sure if that's like a deterrent for, or trying to like create some extra noise that isn't, there in the first place but that was my number one thing that i noticed right away it was just uh i left that place with a headache it wasn't wasn't ideal yeah no the noise was definitely a detraction no doubt um it was kind of also at least for me like just seeing now this this might sound a little weird but like there was a ton of like there was too many banners like i get it like historically they have you know the they have the pedigree they have the history it's there but just like there was literally maybe 30 banners like they had at least three with york's name on it like all right come on <laughs> like we get it like he's, he's the guy but like come yeah. on they had just i think they had multiple banners just to show off all of their like regular season champions or something like that like it was just like i wanted to like look up and like see the roof or something you know like kind of look around taking the sights and it's just just lines and lines of just banners everywhere and it's like fair enough i get it you guys have the history but it was just a lot like there wasn't really anything else to look at for the most part like the atmosphere just kind of seemed a little like hey look at us we're bc we have the history cool but i would say that detracted from the atmosphere a little for me you look up and it seems like uh since there's no middle scoreboard there's just mm-hmm. the two on the ends that like you you really have to look to find the scoreboards and in all the banners uh that was definitely something that i noticed as well and we've seen it a bunch this season in other games and it uh happened during this game and on senior night too which makes it pretty sad is they they don't usually draw um like some of the other schools that we've seen obviously this year they're they haven't been performing near where they normally are so uh that could be somewhat of an excuse but i noticed this uh in years prior when we've won as well their fans uh don't really fully show up for this team and and speaking of their fans i i had the encounters with a lot of um for lack of a better word douchebag fans from from them a lot of people that would just walk by you and and uh swear at you because you have you messed up on it's just more so than any other arena in, in hockey East that I've been to, you definitely don't feel welcome there at all. Yeah. And again, like not to rag on BC. I mean, it's going to sound like a lot of ragging, but like, it's just this, this kind of elitist attitude and mm-hmm. it kind of permeates through the arena too. Like when we were going, like we showed up maybe 15 minutes earlier to the game, pretty cold outside. You know what I mean? Like we wanted to try and warm up a little bit and we see a couple BC fans just, walk right in like full bc stuff and they're like hey guys welcome on in you know come on in and then when we try and walk in just to at least try and wait in the lobby and just get warm they were like yeah no you guys gotta wait it's like what what's going on here like yeah. and i mean just to also touch upon like the whole elitist thing like we were up in in the upper section like kind of near like i don't even know what to call it like it was like the double letter sections with kind of like the the concrete kind of like bleachers yeah, yeah exactly but like there was like no seating space. Like, all right, again, I'm a little bit of a big guy, but like, <laughs> even, even for most, you know, like even for you, probably it was a little tight, you know what I mean? Like, yep. 
it, it's this whole idea of like you bought the cheap seats you're gonna have to suffer with it <laughs> like that type of like elitist attitude like you go down a couple rows and there's just some really decent looking seats you know what i mean that's like come on guys <laughs> like really like we can't try and equalize it out at least a little more but i might be nitpicking but it just i don't know the atmosphere and the fans just weren't doing it for me yeah and all of those things like even if if we were to win that game and go out of there happy there would there would still be things that i'd look back on and be like man that that wasn't a great yeah. experience through like sitting there for the whole two and a half hours. Uh, so that really reflects in our scores. I ended up giving it a three out of 10 and Evan gave it a four out of 10, which is the, the harshest that we've graded out of the four arenas so far. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next category that we want to talk about is neighborhood slash access. And in terms of access, I thought the arena does really well. Um, there's a garage where you could park for free, which you don't get everywhere. And there's a very close T-stop, which connects you to the, to the city, which definitely helps, especially on a Friday night, like trying to get there after work, that kind of thing. It's definitely uh, good access to the arena. You know, I thought the access was awesome. I'm a person that takes the MBTA all the damn time. Um, it was quite easy for me to just take the green line basically the whole way there. Um, they basically have their own stop right at the very end. It's just take the B line. Like that's how easy it is for me is to remember that because B Boston college, like you just kind of know. Um, and it runs right through both actually BU and BC. So it's super helpful in that case, if you ever wanted to go to either one of those schools for a game, mm-hmm. um, super cool there. But yeah, the that's kind of where it ends is the access being good. Like the neighborhood is just what the hell, you know what I mean? Like, it's- it's like pretty unique for sure. Like what I, what I look for in a, like a good neighborhood rating for, for doing these uh, kind of reviews is either like a downtown, like we talked about Hartford where there's so mm-hmm. much going on, like really easy to get to that kind of thing. Or like, um, like a college town, like with a lot of restaurants, bars, mm-hmm. that kind of thing that's really close by. And at least in the immediate vicinity of Conti, it's, not like that at all it's very residential there's uh like mansions all around a lot of residential streets and then you have to go a bit of a ways to find anything close to uh like a bar or restaurant that you could hang out before the game yeah that was very similar in in my eyes as well like there just really wasn't a whole lot to do like you walk by maybe one dining hall just to get there you know like once you park your car and that's about like, you're not really not seeing a whole lot from the parking lot all the way up to the arena. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like the best thing about it was seeing the view of the sunset. You know what I mean? And that's just a natural occurring thing. Like you're not actually really seeing the campus. You're not seeing anything outside of it. Like it's kind of similar. I don't want to spoil too much, but once we go to, once we go to Providence, Mm -hmm. like the inside of the campus is okay, but outside of it is like, what the hell's going on here you know right and the main difference from that that like i do add a little bit for is like at providence you don't fully feel safe yeah Yeah. at bc at bc everywhere you you go you definitely definitely feel safe which i think added to it a little bit uh for our scores i ended up giving it a 5.5 and evan ended up giving it a six both out of 10 so uh yeah not too bad there. not great um access was great neighborhood not so much luckily in most cases though you do have to go through boston to get there like if you live in the the boston area you're usually going through at least a couple of decent cities so you could hit something up on the way there which is pretty cool 
Like, especially if you're taking the MBTA and, you know, you can make a stop at any point and then just hop right back on. But yeah, it can BC. be deceiving. It can be deceiving if uh, you don't know much about the area. Exactly. It's not in Boston. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, our third category is concessions. And there was a, a very cool deal that we learned about going here. If you order food before the game starts, it's half the price, which we ended up taking full advantage of. And then uh, outside of that, I thought the selection was pretty, pretty standard for college. Uh, just a lot of the things that you'd normally expect a uh, good selection of alcohol, that kind of thing. So not really much to complain about. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was all right. You know, like they, so the standard pricing was a little expensive and I will throw in the preface that the half off deal before the game starts thing does not apply to alcohol. So everybody that's trying to drink their sorrows away after <laughs> a BC loss, you can't do that. You know what I mean? You can't pregame too hard um, unless you're rich, which most BC, BC fans are, but yes. whatever. Um, the food itself, again, like the selection was standard. I think it was basically like you get a pizza um, it's a little individual pizza. It's like eight fifty or like nine bucks. Which, granted, once you get it half off at four fifty, not a bad deal at all. Like it's fairly filling, you know, the personal pizza. Um, but if you don't take up the half off deal, it gets a little bit more dicey. Like a buddy of mine who showed up uh, after the first period, he showed up a little late because he had some extraneous circumstances. But um, I think he got two different, like two separate chicken tender meals, which in total that gives you six tenders and six fairly decently sized potato wedges for $24. Like, come on guys. Like that's without a drink. Mm. Like you're getting 12 food sticks basically of either chicken meat or potato. And you're paying $24 for that. It's like that that's ridiculous. Basically, if you're going to eat here, do it before the game starts, do yourself the favor. You know, if, you're, if you don't want to eat anything at home, get your dinner in before the game grab a beverage before the game starts and then don't hit it up at any point after that. Cause your wallet's going to be crying. Yes. Uh, you could definitely take advantage of it, especially if you have like a family and you're there before the game, like Sophia and I got four hot dogs and two drinks, which ended up being $9 because we did it before the game. So like, that's pretty unheard of at a, at an arena. So um, all the, all those things considered out of 10 points, I ended up giving it a 7.5 and Evan ended up giving it, uh, a seven, which is honestly pretty good for how we've been rating concessions so far. Yeah, definitely. All right. Our fourth category is bang for your buck. Uh, what, what you get for the, the money that you spend. Um, we, like Evan said before, bought the cheap seats, the, the uh, bleachers kind of higher up than the main seating bowl. And those were $20 plus some fees. Uh, it gets to $25 and up for um, some of the lower seats. And I did some digging in that, um, tends to be their higher ticket scale. I think for some, uh, lower quality games, the tickets are a bit cheaper, but, uh, yeah, I guess what we spent $20, not a bad view. It, uh, seems almost pretty standard for what you can get in hockey East. Yeah. I think this is the one where we really can't talk a whole lot about it. I mean, just kind of based off of the games we've been to before, this is about average pricing. It deserves roughly an average score for what would be an average game. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, you know, again, you're not really getting, at least in our opinion, a killer atmosphere, 
you're getting a decent one. Like it's, it's okay. You know what I mean? It definitely has some drawbacks. There's a couple of things that they do better than other stadiums, but for an average cost of 20 bucks for a ticket and you said it rises to what, 25 or 30. Yeah. 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 I mean, it really doesn't get much different than that across other stadiums. So it was okay. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much par for the course for us. Uh, I ended up rating it a 2.5 out of five. Evan gave it a three out of five. Like you said, not, not really much more we could say about that. Pretty, pretty standard. Mm-hmm. All right. Our final category that we want to talk about is extras. So uh, anything extra that you notice uh, in your experience at the arena that could add to the score. I uh, thought pretty highly of Conti in terms of extras. They have, they do a really good job of displaying their own history. Obviously all the banners that we talked about um, one end of the ice has a big wall with all of their uh, like athletes that are in a hall of fame. I think it was more than just athletes too. It was like prominent university. Yeah. It was just like notable alumni basically. Yep. And then there was on the other side was all of their like championship history. So all the trophies, um, all like display cases with cool different um, relics and that kind of thing. Love to see Mullins do something like that someday, show off, show off their history in that way. But I thought all of that was really cool. Uh, And just on top of that, a lot of BC branding, like you walk into that place and you know, you're at BC, you know, that's who you're there to see. All the colors are pretty consistent throughout. It's just, uh, really really fits their team their arena yeah it was basically the complete and utter antithesis of the xl center like they had the only thing that you didn't really touch upon i think was was the team store which i thought was a little odd they had a a little bit of a weird team store like you don't walk in it's like a booth it's basically like a concession stand but for team items like they kind of have all the prices i think up on a board and you kind of just say like, "Hey, can I get uh like you're at, sitting there to drive yeah. through?" It's like, what, what's going on? And they have some interesting things that you would buy at a sports game, like they sell pillows and like yeah, random I, little things like that. I, I guess because the seats up in the bleachers are super uncomfortable, you can just sit on a nice <laughs> BC Eagles face and then just I don't know, it's really weird. But yeah, overall, I think the extras were were pretty solid. Like again, they showed off the history. I mean, I know I kind of complained about the the banners before. Cause I thought like, it just, it was just a lot, you know what I mean? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like it could have been done a little more tastefully, I guess. Like, I don't know. It just seemed like so many banners. It was just a lot to look at. But yeah. other than that, I thought like the whole notable alumni board or like the little wall there, but that was really cool. They had like a little plaque for each person. And I thought it all looked really nice. It kind of gave you a brief description of them, which I thought was super cool. Um, on the opposite side. Yeah. I thought the championship, you know, the, the trophies and stuff it was just a nice little addition um and yeah no the branding was 100 percent on point like again complete and utter opposite of the xl center like you knew this was bc's arena like right. fair play to them i think they hit it out of the park in that in that respect like they it looked very good yeah i definitely agree with you there um i ended up giving it a 3.5 out of five and evan gave it a four out of five so it's pretty good scores for bc in yeah. terms of extras so um, after all those are tallied up, we uh, have some final scores. I ended up giving it a 22 out of 40, and Evan gave it a 24 out of 40, which uh, looks like it's the lowest total score we've seen out of the four that we have reviewed so far. Yeah, and it was actually, I think, the first time I'm looking at the scores right now. It's the first time that I gave it a higher score than you did, which yeah. I think is a little, little surprising because um, I definitely had my – 
my things to say about the arena you know what I mean but I don't know I guess kind of talking it out you know like out loud for the pod it kind of made me rethink a couple things you know like there there definitely were a couple of bright spots at the end of the day um but yeah I mean I really think the atmosphere was just what kind of killed it um really was just like again that loudness over the speakers that you were talking about like I think the building had pretty solid acoustics which probably like amplified like the 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 speaker sounds that we were hearing like from all the music and stuff if they could just fill up that building like a normal hockey team could like that place would get loud enough as it was you know what I mean like there's no need for all that you know music and stuff like that there's just there's no need Right, like it honestly would probably be a really fun place to go to like a concert Mm -hmm. with how the the speakers really like shake the whole building. But for a hockey game, I'd I'd like some more of the natural sounds and let the let the band play without um without not being able to talk to the person next to you, that kind of thing. Exactly. Me off as well. But yeah, that's what we have to say about Conti Form. Um like we said, not a phenomenal experience for us compared to some other places. Uh, the atmosphere and their fans have kind of a lot to do with that. The neighborhood kind of has a decent about to do with that, but yeah, yeah, kind of, we'll see, we'll see where it ends up once we have all the hockey East arenas down, but I can't imagine it being uh, too high up there. No, I, I completely agree with that. Like I can already name a couple of ones that, I'm not going to name them, but I can think of a couple off the top of my head right now that we haven't done yet that will definitely be higher up yeah. than, than BC. So yeah. we'll and definitely can, see how the, the rest of it shakes out. Yeah, and I, I think I can confidently say, like, they have a good, like, template. Like, if, if they were to change some things, um, I think the score could definitely shoot up for this place. Like, clean up the banners to make it less of a uh, distraction, I guess put a scoreboard in the middle, um, turn the sound down just a little bit. I think there's some, some changes that could be made right now to make it better, but undouche the fans a little bit, <laughs> just, just an idea, but we'll, we'll see how that one shakes out. That might not get too well reviewed. Yeah. I had a, I had a little more of a not safe for work rant about that, that ended up getting cut from our vlog. Yeah. Uh, if you want to see a little bit of our experience at Conti, go check out the the vlog we just posted it on youtube on tuesday so uh some cool shots from there but yeah anything any final thoughts about conti thinking about the vlog you might want to cut this out but um maybe we could do like like an uncut version of the vlog where everybody or the, of the vlog where everybody can hear here not safe for work rant <laughs> we'll make a <laughs> patreon for it <laughs> yeah maybe a patreon someday we'll throw that on there uh, that'd be funny yeah any but... anything else to say about conti yeah nothing nothing for me um I think everything that I wanted to say was basically encapsulated with whatever I said previously. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see for the future ones. If any, any dip below 20 Conti's pretty close there, but for now, that's our last arena review of the season. Uh, we really have fun doing these. We love going to new stadiums, checking them out, that kind of thing. So definitely expect more when the 2022, 23 season rolls around. Yeah. I think we'll be able to finish up all the, the hockey east ones next season right yep yeah we just got to get up to maine uh we should have everybody else on the schedule to finish it out so don't know when we're going to slot in the mullins review but we'll get there at some point yeah and then maybe even after we're done with all the the hockey east ones we can start branching out a little more oh yeah like we wish we were able to get union in in, in michigan and stuff weren't able to 
yeah. make those trips for different reasons. But yeah, definitely, definitely uh, a bunch of them coming next season for sure. Thank you guys yeah. for listening. Uh, appreciate it as always. And like we always say, go UMass, big playoff push. Let's go. Let's go. Go UMass. Take care, everybody.